0: Okay, Boca tov, everybody. Today's office is Zion. We pick up with the, I'm sorry, not Tetzayin. Yud Zion. Whoops, sorry about that. Today's off is Yud We will, God willing, end the parak and begin the second one today. We pick up with the Mishnah in the middle of Tetzayan and Macbeth. Um, after the previous Mishnah had listed the Tom, what a, a, types of things that are identified as Tom, as, you know, uh, un, unlikely occurrences or whatever, unhabituated, and Muad, things that are regular occurrences, this Mishnah deals with the halakhic implications about it. Ma What's the difference between Tam and Muad? Tam pays half damages and it comes out of the body of the animal itself, mm-hmm. and we will see about that later, the whole debate of Rebbe Akiva and Rebbe whether you actually automatically become a part owner in the body of the animal, or what exactly that means, but it certainly the cost does not exceed the cost of the goring, damaging animal. Um, the, um, and Muad pays full damages from a aliyah from the best and we'll see what aliyah means in the first line in the Gemara you already have a question I
1: feel like we should have had this Mishnah
0: earlier oh give us a break I will tell you that uh, compared to other mesechtos this Masechet is extremely well laid out and organized I mean it starts with you know here are the conflict cases in the Torah let's abstract it to the general principle let's talk about what some of those general principles are although it did it in very cryptic language you know let's identify what are the toms and what are the Mu'ahs, and let's tell you what the difference is between between Dams mm-hmm. and murads. You know, I mean, it is true. The Gemara's been dealing with this all yes, along, I mean. but if you think about the Mishnayot, they're extremely well laid out. Let's take a look at the Gemara. My <laughs> Aliyah, what does Aliyah mean? I'm a Rebbe Lezer, the best of the property, which means, you know, well, we'll see what best means. You might think it means like metav, but really all it's really going to mean is that it doesn't come from the body of the animal. Um, uh, you know, Secheno Omer comes from any property that the person has. That you're in Michael's seat. Okay, I, I'll, Eddie. The um um laid down with his fathers and they buried him in the Ma'aleh of the of the of the of the graves of the of the sons of David. What does Ma'aleh mean? bin Ma'ale Ulim He was buried by the most uh, you know prestigious ones of the family. Umani David So he was buried right near David Ishlomo, uh, you know, so right one of the great kings of the Davidic. Line. Okay, so anyway, it's interesting though that it says because really just means, doesn't mean like, you know, again, as we know, when you, I mean, okay, if you get land, you get the meta, but if you get metalsaline, it's anything. But the point is that it's, it's not limited to just the body of the animal. Now, because we mentioned this puzzle by Chiskiyahu, we're going to have some nice agarita leading us through, uh, bring us through to the end of the parak. Let's take a look.
1: So, so, um, sorry, Rabbi, Lindsay. so that's yeah. saying that made from no problem,
0: in other words. Yeah. Of the, of, the dam, of the person himself whose animal did the damage. There's no liens if, if uh, he dies and it goes on to the heirs or he sells his property you can only collect from the land. But from the person himself you take methotelin or carca. And okay.
1: You, uh, who makes that choice?
0: About, well, that's an interesting question, right? The Gemara earlier, I mean, if he's willingly paying then he makes the choice. If Basin has to seize it, so that was the discussion the Gemara had before, maybe when Basin has to seize it, Basin seizes the mate. Have and not the subin. It's not exactly uh, you know. Ba- it's sort of based in the sides. I think what to see and there's a whole set of mishnayos and Erechin around some of those discussions. But um, yeah, it might depend whether who whether he's willingly paying or not. But if he's willingly paying, he can choose what to pay. Yeah, I know the gemara sort of reinterpreted, but it just looks to me. Mulemat Kafal not mean subin. You know what I mean? I understand the idea of a filu subin, which has been a running theme in the gemara has not been in the Mishnah. And, um, you know, it's one bright that the Gemara seems to treat as, um, as sort of as authoritative. But you could certainly pull out that bright and ask yourself, is there another approach going on here? And I think the answer would be yes. Um, okay, so now the Gemara says like this. Um, now we're gonna, okay. They buried him in the grave that he dug for himself in the city of David. This is And they laid him down in his resting place which was filled I'm sorry this is not um, this, is, uh, this is not this is uh, Asa Asa the king of Yehuda near the end of the line okay so they buried him in the grave that he dug for himself in the city of David um, and they laid him down in his resting place which was filled with spices and zanim so my what does that mean? many different uh, many, many different spi- uh, t- types of spices all different types no, fragrances all different types of fragrances
1: okay?
0: yeah um Mine mini besamin. Uh Lumineu Zanohi. Rashi says the Aramaic word of min of its uh, species, its kind, is, is is Zanohi. Okay, so all different says it's a Persian word. Okay, all different types of, of of fragrances. No, there are such uh, sort of I don't know uh, erotic uh, fragrances that anybody who smelled them was sort of uh, you know it it uh, it, it wet the uh, they were driven to do an act of uh, improper sex. So lovely. So <laughs> thing,
1: you do know, ever want to say it. like it's the ancient customs of prairie people with like you know food for the afterlife.
0: Right. Oh, that's interesting. But miso note, you no, know, yeah. maybe that's an interesting thought. There's I mean, the reason for fragrances is to counteract the smell of the decaying body. Okay. Because because they dug a a pit to uh, trap me. This is yer miyahu. We know he did not have an easy light. life. tamnul and they uh, they had traps were hidden for my friends. My legs. Okay. Rebbe Liedro Mer Zona. So now, because so uh, that they suspected him, since we mentioned Zanim, zinut, Zona. They they suspected him of uh, having sex with a prostitute. So that they they suspected him of adultery. Um, so this is I um, mean you know, the the reading the shochah presumably it's a little plain word shochah chashud Okay, so it's not just a physical trap, but they are trapping me in other ways um, and getting you know and and uh, discrediting me and so on. It works according to the one that said they suspected him of a prostitute. Zona so there were a, 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 a prostitute is like a deep uh, pit. Yes. It'll you know pull you away. Um, you know it'll trap you. Ella, so that's the shucha They dug this pit. Ela, they suspected him of adultery. I don't understand. Once the idea of a pit is a metaphor for like a prostitute, it's a metaphor for any type of like forbidden sexual activity, and that becomes a pit and a seduction. So the word shokha works for that as well, works for the case of prostitutes. Tosus, by the way, says, most of the case of Eshashish, Tosus says, Zona, if you look at little Tosus, Shekashumi Zona, Diyimiya Kohen The Zona the B'Kohen. So it's not just the moral sin of going to a prostitute, it's specifically he's a Kohen and he's defiling his kihuna. But Eshashish is the more severe sin, adultery, and therefore, well, it's the word...
1: Well, it's the B'Kohen, but I mean...
0: It, it doesn't I mean, mean that...
1: Right, it's a, it's a marriage, right?
0: Right? It's not just... It's not just it's uh, well, that's an interesting question. Yeah. We debated that. We discussed that at the end of Kiddushin, whether Yisr is just marriage or even sex. Okay, so now the Gemara says like this. Um, okay, anyway, so those are the two reads of the way they drug a pit for Yimmy. Of course, ha- having discussed that one of the obvious Nazikin is a pit, okay, well, you know, it seems, I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a the immediate transition was from the word Zinim and Zinut and so on, but one wonders if the Gemara is also sort of talking about there are other v- profound ways in which you can injure somebody, not just by digging pit literally digging pits
1: so okay against or yeah
0: or? against Yirmiyahu we're now on Yirmiyahu okay but it was just, a, just because ah. the transition was the word zonal Though Zona wasn't in the Pasuk it was a based on interpretation of the word Shukha this uh, pit okay so now the says like this um uh Okay, simply suspected him of adultery. Highly received. You guys know all of their plots against me for, to, to, to kill me. Okay, because you know this is a it's a capital crime but they was suspecting him of a prostitute, my lamut, so what does it mean they want to kill me that 's not a capital crime what they 're what they're saying about me no, no that 's literal. they zoom into the you know the well filled the, the pit filled with tar which is in the psukim all right, so there are also physical pits in the world that we do to shrava, my what 's meant by the prostitute you let them be let them stumble in your presence and there's is Gemiah again talking. At the time of your anger you should act God against them. I'm a Jew, we snigger at Barbel master of the universe. even when it's for ate even when they're doing like good things, they are doing tzeduka, he adam You should be machsil them. You should cause them to stumble by encountering people that are not worth you know, not uh, of, of proper character. That will lead them astray. Today, oh or excuse me. Those are the people that they would be giving tzeduka to. Kidaysh and that way they won't get for giving tzedakah to these people because ultimately these people you know, are going to use the money for nefarious purposes and it doesn't really wind up being being proper tzedakah. Again, I think that the... I would like to believe... Uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. Like, you give tzedakah because you think the person needs it and then they go ahead and they spend it on drugs. Did so you do not give tzedakah? To, you know. I know. It's an interesting question about what degree that you have to, uh, you know, to you have ide- to, you have to you vet out. the person. There are alakas. But most of the alakas about vetting for tzedakah are just that you shouldn't feel obligated when you're not obligated, right? If you don't want to vet because you want to trust somebody, and in the end they use the money improperly, does that mean that you didn't do the mitzvah? Uh, it's a good question. Presumably you did the mitzvah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting question. When it gets to a stage like it's obvious that it was a scam and you should have known, all right? But anyway, it's an interesting question. Like, how much is it your responsibility to vet, to, for you know, not just to protect yourself, you know, that you wouldn't, and uh, how much have you not done the mitzvah? But anyway, what at least we're saying is that the amount of you get when the guy winds up using it for drugs presumably is less than the scar you get when the guy winds up using it for food. Um, but it's, a good, it's an interesting halachic question. Yep. Anyway, I think also the agadic role that this is playing here is that the same way you could have a pit that's not a physical pit but by sort of, you know, allegations against somebody, you could have a stumbling block, a michshel, which is also a type of pit. It's funny though, most of our parrach was not about boar. Most of our parrach was about sure. boar we'll get to later. But anyway, you could have a type of a michshel also. A michshel is the type of people that you encounter counter, Right? A mikshul is not just the things you trip over in the middle of the street. Okay, what did you want to say, Rabbi Dov? No, so there, is a, there is
1: a concept of In other words, you, for the shor- you, because of the charlatans, shor- you still give nothing. In other words, if you keep vetting every person. Right. You so know, there are
0: different halachas about how much you're supposed to vet. Right. One of the whole, whole ideas about the matnas ani purim is that you're not supposed to vet. Purim is the day you don't vet people. Well, okay, Yes.
1: You know, uh, you you a little bit of the motion, so like when you say yeah. the Torah, just leave their portion right you know like the
0: tummies or something right right. yeah yeah oh, don't okay. give them credit for their mitzvah right oh, it sounds like a very you
1: know un...
0: generous you know, just, yeah, yeah but there's well what do you want they're trying to destroy him okay now this is back to Chizkiah they did honor to him in his death now we're just totally digressing to Chizkiah okay because um, we were talking about Chizkiah's death Melam so what was his honor Melam so she was yeshiva al-kivro they had a yeshiva learn by his uh by his grave. Toshi says, because according to other Gemarot, one of the major accomplishments of Chisio was that he spread Torah throughout Israel and a high level of knowledge of Torah. And this actually, even till today, is a practice sometimes that they have, you know, yeshivot learning by. Uh, um, uh, by great like uh, Rabbi's graves um, so so the debate how uh, will the duration of time three days the Karam Shiva and someone say seven days the yeshiva was learning temporary yeshiva yeah it's hard to get people to spend their time in a yeshiva right in a base chorus anyway the Amilei Shloshim and some say 30 and these are different stages of of mourning of course Shiva and Shloshim are obvious but if you learn more Katah you see that even three days are the first are seen as the prime you know in certain halachot the primary days of within the okay Tanur back to doing honor on his death 36,000 people in the funeral procession went with their shoulders uncovered Raja means you know that they did kriya and uh, you know on their garments and because of that you know their shoulder was exposed Tozo says the 36,000 is the quote asu low Lamed so Lamed Vav is 36 Okay, and then you multiply it by a thousand for weight. This is Reb Yudah says. Yeah, that's not a big deal. I mean, he was a king, so even for an evil king, they did great honor. And you know, tells us his references you know another Gemara that taught, that, that that reads the pasuk of Kimispeid Hadirmon ben Tavrimon, which was uh, where the Gemara understands it means that that was like Achav, and a way of indicating that there was a huge funeral procession for Achav. So you know, by a king, they all get these huge processions that's not special about Chizkiyahu's um, so what was special? Ella was special is when they particularly mentioned his righteousness, not just honor because of his status as king. Okay, Ella, here was the honor they did him. <speaking in Hebrew> they put a sefer Torah on his funeral bier, the armru, and they said, you know, in the procession, <speaking> in <Hebrew> this one fulfilled what was written in that. So he's like a like a sefer, We're like burying a sefer Torah. He's like an embodiment of the sefer Torah that was the true honor. Okay, so the Gemara says, V'a'idna nami of dinon hachi. The Gemara says, But so what? What's that so special? Even today we do it for great rabbis, you know? You want Chizkiel to be greater than just a contemporary great rabbi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, apparently, right. So the Gemara says, No. Maybe nowadays we take out a Sefer Torah, we walk with a Sefer Torah during the funeral procession, but we don't actually put it on the funeral bier. The if you want, maybe we also do put it on the beer. It's so funny. Like, you don't you, you know what you do? <laughs> okay, maybe it means there are rare times where we'll do that. We'll even put it on the beer. But, but, but we don't say, we, we make it symbolic, but we don't articulate it. When we hear, they actually articulated and they said, this fulfilled everything that was in that. So like a real explicit, this is an embodiment of a safer Torah. Okay. I'm a bar Shmaita. You know, I was once following Rabbi Yochanan to ask him certain kalachika questions, um, or kihavi. and when he would go into the bathroom, some of the geirus. When he would come out of the bathroom, milsa. What? No, 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 The the Anyway, Either way, the point is we were we were asking him a question, and he couldn't answer because he was just going into the bathroom, or he had just come out of the bathroom, and we were asking him a question. So we Before you answered us... Ever having gone in and come out. Okay. Well, Pashiran, he wouldn't give us the answer. Adamashi First, he would wash his hands. Umanech and he put on chilin because they would wear chilin the whole day. Okay. Um, and then he'd do the birbracha on and It's interesting. He it says mevar after. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Bahader amarlan. And then he would give us an answer. Okay. Now, what does all that have to do with us? So apparently, this was all parenthetical, although in a minute I'll tell you a way that it wasn't parenthetical at all. All, but apparently those are all parenthetical a very colorful story to get to the fact that here's what Rabbi Yochanan told us when we were discussing this issue about Chizkiyahu he told us the following thing he told us a few came Amrina no you know what nowadays we would even be prepared to say this one fulfilled what was written in that so then what was special about Chizkiyahu so we made Lo Amrinan. we don't say that he taught the people Torah now of course we didn't say that he said it about Chizkiyahu now we have to revise that no no, no that's what we said about Chizkiyahu not that he wasn't Embodiment of a Sefer Torah, but you know. But actually, he was the spreading of the Torah. He taught people Torah. That's something we did special for Fischio. Now the Gemara says there's going to be. I'll read the Gemara one way, and then I'll tell you a very different way of reading the Gemara. <laughs> now the Gemara at this stage does not realize, realize that teaching is not distinguishing teaching from learning. So, it's saying teaching is the same as saying he learned Torah. So, the Gemara says, okay, but why, I'll read it Rashi's way. Rashi says, why is learning Torah a higher thing to say than fulfilling Torah? We taught at the end of Kiddushin, great is learning that learning brings to doing. So, based on that, what do you think the hierarchy is? What's the most important thing? Doing. doing. It sounds like doing is the most important thing. That's the way Rashi reads it. So, so why, what do you mean we say, oh, well, we say now nowadays people did, but we don't say they learned. Doing is better than learning. So, why is it saying it's something greater about Chizkiyot to say that he learned, doing is better? So the Gemara's answer is... Um no, no, no. There's a difference between learning and teaching. Okay? So the hierarchy of importance is learning is level one, doing is level two, teaching is level three. That spreads Torah to other people. That leads to other people doing. So again, that's why that was the and highest. Now, the way Rashi... Yeah, I mean, you know... He, you well, that's actually what? What? about that. About sometimes teaching Torah precedes you actually doing mitzvot. Okay? So, um, so therefore... So according to Rashi, that's the general hierarchy of religious values value of, you know, learning, doing, teaching. Um, now, of course, that raises important questions. Is that really what we say? Like, what is the relationship between learning and doing? Um, and that was also at the end of Kiddushin. What's greater? Limud is greater or Amasa is greater? So the answer of the Gemara there is a very cryptic answer. The Gemara says, learning is greater because learning brings to doing. Okay? Which sounds like, at least in principle, doing is greater, which is what Rossi says here. Okay? Tosvos does not like Rashi's interpretation because Ritosos thinks the point of the Gemarni Kiddushin is that learning is greater okay that yes learning maybe has the added benefit of bringing to doing but ultimately if I said who accomplished more in life the guy who did many mitzvahs or the guy who learned a lot of time. I mean, this is a really powerful question, right? Because it gets to the question of what do we as a religious community value? The person who's like, you know, the doctor who's running around and saving people's lives and doing all those practical mitzvot, or the person who's sitting all his time and learning Torah as a big Talmud Chacham. It tends to be that we value the big Talmud Chacham, but maybe we should be valuing more the doctor who's actually doing mitzvot and helping people in a real way, you know? So so, so Rashi says, actually, the one who does mitzvot is of greater value than the one who learns. Teaching is a different question okay Tosvos says no the conclusion of Akamura was that learning is better maybe because learning also brings about action but ultimately that's why it it trumps action alone that's why it trumps action alone but ultimately learning is better so if learning is better then according to Tosvos, what's the question here it's better to say that somebody learned than that somebody did so says no the question was that when you say somebody did you're already saying that they learned because since we say learning brings about action you would never praise somebody's Doing, if that person had not already learned, because the person can never fully do a life of doing. It's sort of like you know, aim bore, you know, aim What is it? aim bore, something, uh, or something. I know.
1: Ein, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. ein amar Ein amar right, right,
0: right. right? Yeah, okay But I wanted the ein amar Ein You know. So us, So the point isn't that doing is better than learning. The point is just that doing implies learning. So therefore, what did the, what what does why does is it a better thing to say that he learned doing already implies that and the answer is no no what we added by Chizkiah was not just that he did and that he learned but that he actually taught ok so in the end Rashi and Tezos basically agree you know that that well ever I mean in the end they don't agree I mean they agree <laughs> to the conclusion of the Gemara that teaching is on the top but it's a really important question of how to read that Gemara and Kiddushin what is it saying is more important as a religious achievement you know and for Rashi ultimately it really is doing yes you know, what's really interesting explicit in that I think. Yes, so it's a
1: question of what it means to learn something. That is to say, I can learn by watching somebody act, right, and watch and learn from their example, right. Go through my own process of reflection, right, or I could be guided didactically to right. reflect on the meaning of something, right. I
0: mean, it's a good point, right? So like, saying that a deep level, uh, right, that a deep level of doing, right. Like, a lot of people they grow up in a religious community and they haven't opened a book, but they just know how do you keep Shabbos, how there's do you put on tshirts, how do you daven, right? And there's something there's obviously a very powerful I mean that's Chaim Salveit in the mimetic tradition some ways in which that's a deeper learning than learning from the book but there's also a level into which there's not a full understanding about, about everything so you're right it's an excellent point now I want to just add one more fascinating read of the Sheiltos the Sheiltos says that this last piece of the Gemara had nothing to do with Chizkyo this last piece of the Gemara I mean it's, it was a digression uh, but it wasn't about what they did for Chizkyo and what the point was when Rabbi Yochanan came out of the bathroom and he washed his hands and he put on Trillin and Made a brach and then he taught. They end that story. That wasn't a parenthetical point. They end that story that says didn't say, any, I mean, didn't say anything I mean, Reb didn't say anything. Reb didn't tell them. Oh, amreen, you know, and lo The whole point of that story was he first washed his hands and and put on his tefillin and then he taught his Torah. And then the Gemara is saying, wait. Why did he do it in that order? If 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 if, if, if limud is you know mevi li Master, then you should be teaching your Torah before you put on your trillin. because you should now, which is a little funny. Like there's a generally in your life limud mevi li Master. It doesn't mean in this one moment I have to be teaching Torah before I'm putting on my tefillin. But that's anyway the Gemara's question. Maybe acts are just symbolic. Are, are, are you know if you have a choice right now after you came out of the bathroom, what's the first thing I should do? Teach Torah, put on tefillin. Tura, tara's better. better. You know, and so we'll bring to that kid anyway. So the Gemara's answer is no 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 no. You know, if it's between learning for yourself and doing, right, then you then uh, then the wait, wait, how does it go first? Wait, did I get that right? One minute, hold on. One minute. So we should have done Limut first. So Mokasha no no. So how right, how did right? First you do if it's between learning and doing, wait. I'm trying to think about that. Between learning and doing, you would learn first. But if it's between teaching and doing, you would teach later. Why? Because keep, why? Yeah, so it's not because teaching is less important. I think it's basically you're just modeling the you're modeling the hierarchy. Okay, so that's the same point. Like you're modeling the hierarchy. So first I should learn Torah, then I should do the action, then I should teach because that's essentially. It's not the question of important. It's not the most important thing you do first. It's actually the most important thing you do last. What you're basically is assuming, it's a bizarre idea that this question of hierarchy should also translate into me ordering my actions, and I should be modeling the hierarchy. So the first thing I should be doing when I have an opportunity to do mitzvahs is learn, because learning comes first. Then I should be doing mitzvahs, and then I should be teaching, and I should be modeling that. So that's how he reads the Gemara. A total digression, but fascinating, you know, application of that idea. Yes, Charlie. Every
1: yeshiva in the world, including yours, breaks from
0: minkah. <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. Sure,
1: I mean, no one would say that like if I didn't <laughs> and I just sat and taught all day that that would be better than you know
0: well there's Gemara's about Rebbe that would teach a whole day and wouldn't say Shema I don't want to get into that I mean I hear that okay anyway let's continue okay so the Gemara says like this I'm Rebbe Yochan I'm Shema Shema Yochai My deceive what's meant by the Poser Ashreichem Praised are you, Zoray, uh, 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 You 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 plant your seeds, scatter your seeds on all waters. Uh, sending the leg of the shore and the chamor. So tiro, regel. Yeah. This was the posuk of regel. Yeah. Getting back to the the way I think earlier we were dealing a little a little sort of um, uh, you know an agada, a metaphor about what what it means to dig a pit. Now we're having a sort of posuk about what it means to do Shane and regel, like sending the regel of the shore and the chamor. So, what does that mean? Meshachir regal Hashor v'ha So, let's take a look. Hold on a second. Somebody just have to see if this is urgent. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Okay, we're good. Okay, Hashor v'ha osik So, we were just talking about Torah and about learning, and now we're talking about Torah and doing. Okay, so, so, but a specific type of doing, a doing of gemilus chasadim. So, it's sort of similar to that theme as well. Anybody who involved themselves in Torah and Gemil <coughs> Khazadin. Um Zurchlanachl <laughs> Shn Shvatim merits the inheritance of two tribes. Shinema Shechem Zer'a, the Ain Zriya el Tzdaka. So plant seeds <laughs> means to do tzidaka. Shinemah, Zirulachem we tzakaviki tri Plant according to righteousness and harvest according to the kindness. Okay? The ain maim el Torah. And Mayim, I'll call Mayyim means Torah. Shinemar, Hhoikosame Luchula Mayyim. So basically, so if you do acts of righteousness and acts of chesed and you learn Torah, Okay, and then then zochel in shvatim the yosef like a bridal canopy like yosef shnei ben yosef benot so there's the, the the young women went up onto the uh, what do you call it on the on the on yeah. the uh, wall but also I think it's reading sure here as a sure as an ox okay v'shalchim begol ashur v'achamor I don't know because it's all these young women so you know maybe he's getting married to one of them I don't know exactly. Vizocher lenachle Rashi just says hainukilah Okay, Vizocher lenachle Yisachar. You get the inheritance of Yisachar. They'll see Yisachar chamor garim. So that's the shachir called Hashor v'chamor. Is this like bony uh, donkey? It means like he carries Torah. Eastami is Torah. Well, let's see. Eastami oivav nofim with fun of yos. Other others say the enemies fall before you like yos. They'll see the hem. I mean the gachliyotav aflei aret with those horns. Karnaysharoh hadarlo right what is what is <laughs> So anyway, so it's the the ox they are goring these nations. The wisdom yodei b'ina maya asay yisrael, what Israel will do. So presumably the wisdom corresponds to the Torah and conquering over the enemies. If you want to sort of see that as like su- success in this world, we want to. to a little less violently, corresponding to the Chazak and the Gemilos Chesed. But again, here we sort of have, you know, boar, you can sort of lay, lay traps for people in ways that are not just digging pits. And, you know, and this idea of Mashach Elegal Ashur Vachamor is about, like, the way you can send out, you know, your, I, I would like to read it as, you know, you can be negligent and your animals can go out and hurt people, right? And you can be negligent about your things and your actions and so on. Or you can be intentional about your actions in terms of Torah and Gemilos Chesed. And send out ways in which you are helping and benefiting people, and then you will sort of reap the uh, you know you'll reap the rewards of that. So hadranolach arba avos. So I don't know if that was a little stretch, but that's what I'd like to sort of see the <laughs> a nice little agadic way of uh, pulling together some you know uh, meaning of these arba avos nizikim. Okay. the said that the Torah. Bar, I wonder what the first thing was. It, not that he suffered, it was like, Yeah, I, I, see, I presume saying. it means the same. Okay, Kate. But now because the last Mishnah or the second last Mishnah. Ended with that one of the things that was muad was regel. This mission is going to discuss the muad of Shane and regel. Okay, and the second parak, the first parak, like I said, Babakam is pretty pretty darn well organized. So the first parak is like cholim. I'd like you to find me another mesechet that opens with such a clear presentation of primary principles. Okay, and now we go to the muad of the pratim, and the second parak is devoted to Shane and regel. So let's take a look. Cases that are regel muedes with shaber biderchilucha. How is the regal muedes to? Uh, there's two, two ways of reading this. In what way is the regal muad? in what ways is it, does is it is it sort of is it um, you know well, not, Is it uh, habitual or in what in what situations will it pay full? There's always two ways of reading the word muad. Does it mean habitual? Does it mean pay full? By the way, and the answer to it is one minute when the damage it does as it's walking that's habitual that's when it pays full the other way of reading it is in what way is the regular muah to damage when it's walking and then it's going to sort of spell out the answer at the end of the Mishnah yes and
1: I was looking at this note over here to the first version they said that the, they said here I don't know the Targum uh translate as
0: the power's wish was uh, property. Okay. Thank you. Moving on. Habeheima muedes, so in what way is it muad or how is it muad in order to be masha- when it's Mashabidarchilucha? <laughs> similarly, Habehema Muedes lahalehidar kahul shaber. An animal is muad to go normally and to break. So of course it's almost the exact same words we just said. Harego muedes, habeheim muedes, mushaber bidderhiducha, dark. So like the mother's gonna say, like what did that second line say that the first line didn't say? Okay. Haysa miz here it becomes more interesting it was kicking which we know is not rego but keren or stones were scattering under its legs which is half damages but it's a type of a rego so and it, pays, and it broke vessels half damages the first way because it's karen, and therefore it would pay in the second thing because it's roros it's indirect it's koach of rego and it's mamon and it would pay only though in Rishut HaNizak so two different types of Chati Nezek are being combined here. Dost ala kli it trampled on a vessel and it broke it. The nabla kli and that cleave that it trampled on broke or rolled and broke another vessel. Okay? So, ala rizhom the first one is classic regon pays full assuming it was in Chatser HaNizak. Valash ala the second one was t'roros. It happened through something that it kicked off. It was not directly by the body of the animal and it only pays half damages. HaTanagolim so that was behemoth. So. Our Tarnagolim, meaning, and this really, we'll see how the Gemara answers the redundancy of regel and behemah isn't it saying the same thing. But I think the real shot literary way of reading the Mishnah is, we have regel. Let me give you some examples of a behemah. So the first examples of a behemah are going to be exactly, we're going to describe it identically, with Shabar Bidera Silucha, but then I'm going to give you some subcategories of exceptions, of, of kicking and of throw rows, etc. Now let me give you another example of regel, Not a behemah, but a Tarnagol. Okay? So what what would be the normal way in which a tarnacle would do damage? The normal way a tarnagol does it is it doesn't walk around and bump into things with its body. I mean, maybe it does, but that's not a normal regal of a tarnagol. So the regal of a behema is just what we said, bumping into things. What's the regal of a tarnagol? So ha Oh, well, so what? Oh, well, I guess it is the same. Okay. But uh, but the, maybe maybe the exceptions are different. Okay, it is, that is funny, actually. It was the exact same words. Okay, anyway... Uh, here are some examples of exceptions. Let's say it had, some have the word deli, a bucket tied on its leg. Arashi says anything tied on its leg is the word of delil. I don't know what that word would specifically mean. I just said it would refer to anything tied on its leg. Um, and it was, um, um, you know, and that thing was like, uh, or it was, uh, you know, and it was uh, 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 bouncing, bouncing around and it broke vessels. So in that type of a thing, um, that would pay half damages. Again, another example of Tzrorot. Okay, so it is pretty funny. Yeah, I forgot that the end of the mission ended the exact same way. It is pretty funny that you have a Regal mu- Muad, etc. Then you have a Behemah Muad, and you say exactly what you said by regel. Tarnagolim Muad, and you say exactly what you said by regel. The only difference between Behemah and regel, even there there wasn't a halachic difference, uh, between Behemah and Tarnagolim, is the scenarios of throwers are a little bit different. Okay, let's take a look at the Gemara. I'm a Ravina so Ravina Satarava. Hainu Regal Hainu behema." What did you add by the second line? First you said regular is muad to do it when it's walking, then you said Behemah is Muad. I'm aware a ton of it says Kazanavana So what's the Tolada? So Razi says Rego, av is rego mamish the leg, and the toloda is lahalik kedarka includes not only the leg but any part of the animal it bumps into something, its tail wags something. So what is the rego, the literal leg, is muad l'shaber kedar chilucha, and then it's any part of the animal is muad l'shaber kedar chilucha. Okay, elam That's how you're going to read the two lines. Seva diktani the the seva which really means the next mishnah, the mishnah we're going to see on yoteram is bet. That's Says Hashem Now let me just read you the two lines of that Mishnah. Mishnah there says the following: Same type of phrase. And then talks about what if it ate Susu what if it ate things that's not haroyla. Okay, so whatever happened, what happened to my eraser? Again, these are very nicely structured Mishnah Okay, it says kaitzar haregel Muedes the biderach, hilucha, and said habehema. What's
1: the phrase? What is it? Habehema
0: muedit lahalach. Meredes lahalach ulishaber. Okay, ulishaber. Whatever, whatever. I know it did isn't exactly. So, case of haragel, and then it says beheim and then it sort of says hatarnegolem. Okay, okay, and then it sort of says, and here it has an exception. Okay, and then it has troros as the exception okay and here's has as the exception so pretty much echoes the first words and then it gives you the exception right then the next Mishnah says Ketzad Hashain Muedet Lecho Et Eteroila," and then it has the same thing "Haroila Habehema Muedet Lecho Lecho what is it Pelot Virakot Vera code. So actually here it has a little bit more of a, of, a, of a concretization. This remains very abstract. So this gives a little bit more color. But then it has the exceptions. And the exceptions is Okay, I should draw the exceptions with a different marker, okay? And then it has exceptions, okay? So it's the same type of structure. So first it repeats the rule, and then it has exceptions. Repeats the whatever, tape, tape, exceptions. Here it added a little bit it gave you, well, roi wa, means, peret but one could really say the whole point of the mission was to get to the exceptions okay, anyway, but we want to say why did you repeat this line and we're saying, well, it's not just the leg, it's any part of the animal so why are you repeating this line? okay, this is an av and this is a tolada, this isn't an av and a tolada the only difference here is that you clarified we meant fruits and vegetables so it's not the same structure okay, so let's take a look you're not going from the tooth to another part of the animal the, first, the, the, the chain is the tooth and the second line is the tooth the second line is just clarifying fruit and vegetables so the Gemara said no so so um, so, wait, so, uh, so, so, Rova responded to Ravina and he was like kidding around. Malay, I'm a shani hey, look, I answered one Mishnah. Rakshani Chada, you go answer the other Mishnah. Okay? So, right, there you go. So, yeah, you're asking me how to explain the other Mishnah. I did my job. You figure out the other Mishnah. Okay, the time of my, were saying it's very nice. He thought it was a joke, but what's the answer? So, amalavashi, am de Ravashi. tanashayin Now, here, The difference is going from Regal to Behema. Here, the difference is here it's Behema, so by implication, this first line is Chaya. And the Chidish is. That it's not only the you know a, a case of behima, which we'll think is the classic case, but it applies even to you know untamed animals as long as you uh, own them, like deer. If you to own deer, sagadei tchamin avishilachet biiroksi behima in in lo, uh, Biro uh, means literally your behima and not your let's say you know your undomesticated animals. Kamash No, and if it says behima as a general rule, that includes chayel as well.
1: The we whole is. Uh... I understand.
0: Yaghi Hamid Baylay le missing shot 1 minute so now though, what we're saying is Av and Tolada, Av is the foot, Tolada is any part of the animal. So similarly, we would say Av is the Behemah, because that's Vero, the Pasuk we get this from, and Chai is the Tolada, so you reverse the order. It should have been Av Tolada, Till so here it's Tolada Av. So the Gemara says, Haida Asilei Midrasha Chavivalei, nah, because it would rather start with the Tolada, because that's less explicit in the Pasuk, that has to be derived. Yahireisha Nami Lissni, so Haida here too, why not start with the tolada, which was derived from the case of Regal? Um So, uh, no, what type of question is that? no, 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 here, Chay and Behem are not av and tolada, it's an explicit in the Pesach and inferred, but they're both the av, they're both the animal eating, so if they're both the av, we can put the drasha one first, but when it's a clear hierarchy of av and tolada, we're going to start with the av. Okay, Hachashah, Avatani Talaga? You think we would ignore the Av and start with the Talaga? Okay, that's one answer. He by I decided me rego, putzik be rego. No, no, no. Here, because we really would have put the Hema first. We really would have put the Talaga first, the Dresha first. But because the previous Mishnah said explicitly regel, we picked up with the phrase rego here. All right, none of those answers are super satisfying. No, no. the previous Mishnah, the one I don't have on the board, said, you know, ha so we started with the word regel, and then we did the behemoth. but really we prefer to start with a drusha first uh, 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 before we get to the explicit puzzle yeah but I don't believe any of that is I don't believe any of that is shot in the Mishnah I do not believe that Ketar Shain is high in order to tell you behemah here okay right it's just yeah. anyway it's a little redundancy I understand I understand okay let's move on let's get to halacha okay um so once again we're talking about regel, so it has to go in to the uh, damageee's domain the other person's domain Um, and it's damaged with its body it doesn't have to be with its leg and its normal way of just moving around and walking it could either mean hair, or again, I prefer to read that as its tail. Derhi its normal way of walking. Bu'ukav she'aleh, ubishlif she'aleh, the, uh, I think it's the saddle, and the, uh, and the uh, saddle bags. u'bipumbya she'bipia, the bit in its mouth. So the point of all of this, is don't think that this is soros. This is directly on the behema. It hasn't left the animal's body, and it's being directly manipulated by the behema. That's not, you know, that's not troros. That's gufo. Okay? Shirts with Savara or the uh, what do you call it around the bell around its neck? Okay. Now, by the way, that's an interesting question because it's got a bell around the neck, and the bell sort of you know maybe yeah. swings, yeah. and that's gufo. But we taught in the Mishnah, it sounded like the chicken with the uh, Lila. with the with the rope and the bucket is stroros. So what is that? Is that because the bu- because it's less control of how the bucket is moving directly? You know, it's true. The bucket doesn't move directly based on the movements of the body. But anyway, it's something we'll get to when we get to the chicken. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I don't remember why I had. I always thought. That the thing got caught in the legs of the rooster, like nobody put something.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see that. We'll see those scenarios in the Gemara. I'm just raising the issue right now, okay? Uh, um, and a donkey with uh, with its uh, with its uh, burden that's that's on it. Meshalim that pays full. The Chazir If you have the Pebbles case, or you've got a a, a pig that's rooting around in the dung heap, the Hezik and it damages Misayim um, Nezik Shalim, pays full damages. So the Gemara says Hezik Pita. Of course, if it does direct damage, it's pays full damage I mean, by the Chazir case, presumably <laughs> Chazir <laughs> Ella. Well, the Gemara is going to get to that. Ella Aim He Hezik No, no, no. What Tsumkas is saying by because who would disagree with the case of the pig? So what Tsumkas is saying, no, no, no. The case of the pig is that it's 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 rooting around in the dung heap. And that causes things to splatter, and, to, and that causes damage. It's another case of throwers. So Sulz is basically saying throwers pays full damages. So, so okay? i about to hadith. say that. What is a Jew owning a hazir? I don't know what to tell you. Okay? Throwers, yeah. it's a good question. Yeah. 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 So the <laughs> says, okay. Throwers, manzakar shamayu. What does is say? Oh, throwers pays full. Whoever said any otherwise, I mean, the Mishkan says otherwise, but not in this brighta. So the Lord says, no. You have to read that into the Breitta. Throwers, kyurchayu if it has a case of t'roros, if it's a normal way, like t'roros of Regal, Chati Nezek. Okay, now, the Chazak Sheh, and also by the case of a pig, that would be a case of t'roros. Okay, that would be like a trousse. By the way, that's an interesting question. Is it throws of a shane or is it throws of a rego? Like when, when, the, when the thing is rooting in it, is it rooting to eat? Why do, why do pigs root around in the dungeon? Presumably to eat, right? To find food, no? no. I don't know. But if it's searching for food, is that shane or is that rego? Sounds like it would be rego. If the animal is, you know as it's searching for food, it's like the, animal, if the animal's walking to somewhere to get the food and it bumps into something that'd be Rego. So, so the pig is, is rooting around in the dung heap, even though it's looking for food, that's Rego. Anyway, one minute, them. one minute, one minute. So that's Roros. So that's the Tana Kama that Tzrois pays half, okay? Misha V'sum Chazomeh. No, Tzrois V'Chazir Shainu V'bashbar. The 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 Misha I don't agree. I think Tzrois pays full damages. Okay. Now Michael is saying, one minute, what's your what's your question? So we said Chati Nezik Tzrois was Hilchos Gemiri So Michael, channeling Rambam, is saying, how could anybody disagree? So because Ralim says nobody disagrees with Allah L'Mosh Mitznei. So I will tell you. Michael stay, yeah, halacha, stay yeah. first of all but the nativ points out that according to I think it says some of the or whatever I forget or maybe even says the Rambam I have to check um, anyway the nativ says that means it's a law it's an ancient tradition or an ancient law that's been passed down and we don't remember exactly the reason behind it okay but it's not a claim that it's a halach limon anyway here the reason behind it is not far to find right you know as I said it makes sense by the way it's going to be interesting is it thros of Shane is it throws of Karen but throws of Regal really does make sense of less liability because it's not just a technical point it wasn't the body of the animal the whole case of rego is mitasik. the whole case of Regal the act of the animal that is least defined as an act of Nezek is Regal because it was not directly intending to do the act that it, you know of damaging that thing meaning by eating it didn't want to damage it just wanted to eat but it was, in, it was an intentional act so you add to mit'asek sake, the idea that it's kocho, it's even less connected to the animal. It's an unintended act of the animal and it wasn't even the body of the animal. There's a logic to say that the liability is, inten- is less, especially if your concept is not negligence. but if your concept is, my animal did it, I have to pay for it, how much is this what my, what my animal really did? So that's the idea of Khatin. So one answer is that it's not Allah HaMoshim The other answer is, although Rambam would claim and like us to believe that there are not debates about Allah HaMoshim Yisina, they're clearly Debates about halakha We see night in the Gemara's. So uh, if this is one of them, it's one of them. But if this isn't one of them, there are others. Okay, you got a question? I
1: was was wondering about the the possibility of having a to it seems right. like every time Rashi talks about it, of to that.
0: right that's in the Gemara. but we will get to other possibilities i mean what would happen if as an animal was crunching on some food the thing splattered right
1: i just i just thought that rego by definition is cocoa. like it's all shame is by definition of consumption
0: consumption right so you would, so you what would you say if something as it was crunching on food a piece of the food went and splattered and caused some damage right. you would say that's rego it will because the incidental aspect of the act of shame is a regular yeah. that means by, by the fact that it's incidental identif- you know it's an incidental result of an act of shame yeah. right so that's interesting so we'll see this in the Gemara and how about if you had, how you had Therose of Karen would it pay a quarter an Ezek Right? An interesting question. Yes.
1: Isn't this something that seeking Hanah versus just walking through this normal thing?
0: Yes. But the question is, what if in an act of seeking Hanan, the act of getting that pleasure, it caused some incidental damage? So is the, it... Yes. But is it Sharon? There's no Hanah from the incidental damage. So the incidental damage is only an incidental act. So that might make it a regular. So that's an interesting question. Anyway, let's move on into Gemara. We will get to these. Now we're raising a lot of questions. Tanur banan. Uh, chickens that were flying from place to place okay and uh, their, their wings broke, hit, hit something and broke a vessel that's full that's right now if however they made wind and the wind knocked something over I never imagined chickens making so much wind with their uh, wings but whatever perched anywhere, I mean. okay anyway that's true and the wind here's a case of throwers without, without any physical Object, just creating wind is a tsuroros. It's not your body. It's your koach. It's your pure disembodied koach. Okay. Sumcha zomer nezek shalim Sumcha says full time you eat it without another brysa. Turn go and They were jumping around on the dough, the agave peyrote or on fruit. The tinfu and they and they and they soiled it. Onikru or they pecked at it. And who's going to eat it after it's pecked at? Mashalim nezek shalem. You pay full damages. Helu Alfaro zorote if they were jumping around and that caused. Dust or pebbles, and that and that got the dough dirty. Mishamim <laughs> chati half damaged. Sum <laughs> chazom nezek shalim full. Tan yidah with on yet another brisa. Tan goshayim afriach makam It was flying around. the ruach mitazis kinafav and wind came from its wings. V'shibat hakelim and broke the vessels. Mishamim chati nezek half. Stamak Rabbanon. Sumchus doesn't argue there, but okay, that's a Stam right going with the Rabbanon. Amar Rava, says Rava, Bishlema Sumchus. Now we all know all about Shoros because we brought it in in the first parat. But we imported it from here. This is the discussion. And now we're going to figure out what is this idea of half-nezek? Bishlema Sumchus kasavarkochot k'gufotami. Sumchus I get. It's your energy. It's your power. It's, it's it's like your body. So you pay full. Elu but the rabbis, please make up your mind. Iki goof dummy, If your kolach is like your goof. And again, we normally say koho is kigufo. Certainly by a human, but this is an animal, and it's incidental. So there's reasons to say it's not kigufo. But if you were to say it's kigufo, kuli nezikbishu, we may pay full. Vilah kigufo dami. And if you say it's not, like the animal did it, chasin that animal, don't pay anything. Haderamarava, l'olam kigufo dami. All right, fine. It is like the animal did it. So chasin there's throws tshros yilchasakamirila, and it is just a yilchasakamirah halacha moshi or an ancient tradition, and we can't really say you're right. It Either or, of course, the best explanation. It's you know, it's just like it's just like I mean, whatever. Chassidic of Terran. are you negligent or not negligent? You know, the world doesn't always divide into black and white. There's some things that are right in the gray zone. Okay, so by Terran, it was right in the gray zone of negligence, and this is right in the gray zone of goofo or not goofo. We can't absolutely say it is goofo or absolutely it's not. It's right in the gray zone, so you pay half. Okay, that's how I would like to interpret it. Now the Gemara says like this: I'm a rabba. Kol <laughs> Shemzav this you talking about this Suggia it's like it, whenever I read it I like sort of get the highs because I'm telling everything is so nice or whatever now all of a sudden you have to import all your knowledge of Hyalchus Tumentara and Zav because Rava uses this as a way of helping you understand what would be understood as Gufo or as Koho as, as. so if you don't really it's hard for you to understand the difference between Gufo and kocho. I'll make it easy for you if, if a Zav would ta- if it would be an analogous case by a Zav it would be Tame that's Gufo if by analogous case of a Zob, it would be Tahur, that's coco Okay, now it should be clear. <laughs> All right, so, yes. I we'll want get into this great clarification. Yes. But <laughs> so just, so the, the, the piece that
1: we just did it, so why how did you come that it shouldn't be, not even Chazinezik, in other words? Sure, it's not it's not like, like the animal did it. Then, oh, then, then, then there's no damage. But Koko, but Koko, why
0: I'm missing a piece? That's all I like thought was like swallows right? No, no, no. But, but, but it is but The question is, do you define swallows as if the animal did it or as if it didn't do it? Because if the animal did it, it should be swallow. It's not as if the animal did it; it's separate and external to the animal. Then it's I mean, enough. No, but
1: what happened to the entire argument in between that said that it was indirect? that the animal. Did so that's it the, the conclusion
0: of the Gemara. We only know that source. Ah, we were talking about. Uh, uh, I I mean, in other words, here was just here actually was setting it. up. That's order. what Absolutely. I said. So here we're finally just talking about it. Until now, we've just been importing the discussion. I see. All I All think right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now the Gemara says, "Kosheh bezav tamei, benezikim mishalem nezukshalem." Kosheh bezav tar. If a zav would talk, would would encounter this thing and it would not be. considered to be touched by a Zav, then the and Chati Nezek, then it's Kochon half-damages. So he might say, Rav HaTzeros HaFelashmanim, what's the Kiddush? You're telling us Allah HaTzeros? I mean, we know that. No. Well, Ramba um Agalam Moshech kamash Kamashmanim. He's talking about, what if you have a wagon uh, that is being, um, um, that is being like um you know, I'm, I mean, excuse me, a uh, a cat, Wait, Egla, Egla, Egla. I was reading the wagon's wife, An Egla was dragging a wagon. Okay, so what does that mean? So, is it, if 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 a calf is drawing a wagon and the wagon goes over vessels, is that koho or is that Gufo? Okay, so now now you now by telling you Zav, that should explain the answer, right? Yeah. So no, I don't know. Let's see what Rashi says. Egla Moshech is the let's look at Rashi. The Bzav Tamei im Halcho Shazava leha if a wagon was carrying a zav and it went on top of a vessel, the vessel would be Tamei. Why? It didn't touch the zav. the Zov didn't touch it, but it's the principle of Mishkov. It's like he's resting on the wagon, and the wagon is resting on this vessel, so that's considered Mishkov, something that the zav is resting on. Okay? Um Midras haZov. You know, Midras is something he tramples on, or he rests on. U'b'nezikinami. It's tightly connected, it's sort of like the... We shall the savara. It's still connected enough to the body that it's like gufo. Okay, the rokitzoras. You need these tzoras mitachas hakaron. Now, if it, it 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 is some pebbles scattered and broke vessels to deserve tahrur. So, if a zav was on the wagon and pebbles scattered and they hit a vessel, the vessel would be tahrur. So here too, namitz the tziki namitzoras. You know, it's also tzoras. Okay, tiny kavasi Back to it's the gemara. Tahrur, which means it's in to be music and nothing but right Oh, no, Benazik and Chatinezek, that's what Rav says. If it's Mazapto, it's Benazik okay. and Chatinezek. Okay, Tany Kavasei Durava, we don't like Ravah. it's wedded to Shabri Bedechilucha, Ketzah, Behemoth Shinichna Salachat, and either Yizika Begufa, Derhilucha, hilucha. As its walking, or Bissara, its hair, its tail, Derhilucha, Beucha, Shalab, Shneesh, Shalab, Befumia, Shabriya, Bezuk, Shabbat Savoah, Becham, and the and despite the Eglom Moshech, it's the Quran, or a calf drawing a wagon, Meshalim Nezek Shalem, you pay for so that's enough to go for. Let's get one. More. A tarnagol was uh, pecking away at the rope of a bucket. The And the rope broke, and the bucket broke. They pay full. Now, that's a chiddish. I mean, not that the rope, but it's a Chiddush at the bucket. Because what happened? The bucket fell and broke. So I would say that's like a type of a coho on the bucket. But maybe because the bucket and the rope are seen as one object and it did a direct act to the bucket rope unit, that's like, like if if an animal through something, let's say that, right, if an animal bumps into a vessel and falls off the wall and it breaks, you don't say, oh, well, the animal didn't break it, it's hitting the ground broke it." and that's just coho, right, you don't say that, it bumps into the vessel, right, so or bumps into the wall and the vessel is on the wall, and that's enough to goofo. And then what happens afterwards, it's still considered that the goof of the animal encountered the vessel, so here too, the goof of the animal encountered the bucket rope, and then the bucket broke, that's still goofo. Yeah, the,
1: bucket the rope is tied to the bucket. Right. exactly.
0: Than quality than a bucket sitting on Exactly. The okay. Um, shall ne- no, but I think in both cases it's Nezek Shalem. Okay. A, a thing, right. right. But,
1: but I see a difference. All right. But I think
0: they're both Nezek Shalem. It directly encounters the object or the thing connected to the object and then what happens afterwards, that's still goofo. Okay, let's just finish this. Uh, bye, Rava. You know what? Let's just end here, I guess. Okay. So we will pick up tomorrow with find out Rava's question about a similar type of